Arizona Sports, Sports. the The local sports leader, leader. Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset, brought to you by Collins Comfort, AC and Plumbing, proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals, 4 o'clock reset. Well, we're at the halfway point here on this Tuesday afternoon on the Burns and Gambo show, which means it's time to get you caught up on everything going on in sports, not just the Suns, but all of the stuff It's right here in the 4 o'clock reset. We will, though, start with the Suns, another loss for the Suns last night. They fell in Denver, 97-87, but that wasn't the only loss the Suns suffered. Chris Paul is going to leave the floor right now. Looks like he's headed to the locker room. Paul just started cooking. He hit a couple shots in a row. John Bloom on the call. CP3 left the game with a left groin strain in the third quarter. Monty Williams after the game. It just looked like he was boxing out. He just came up where he couldn't push off of it or anything. And so... We're not quite sure what it is right now, but it seems to be something in the growing area. So we'll find out more tomorrow. Yeah, not good. I mean, not good. It can't push off was the thing that a lot of people focused on with the groin injury, the inability to push off, right? If you can't push off, you got no burst. You know, how do you drive in for a layup? How do you run? If you got no burst to catch up to somebody, throw on the fast break. I mean, you know, these are all things that would make you think that he's going to miss some time. And Chris Paul, it's unfortunate, but he's got a history of missing time in, play, in the playoffs. Look, I know nothing. I have no sources. That's your job on the show, not mine. I'm presuming the Suns will not have Chris Paul for the rest of the series. I don't know that. It's just sort of a guess based off of the injury, the age, Oof. all of that stuff. I don't I mean, know. You mentioned I, it, it earlier. Devin Booker had a groin injury. How much did he miss? How long did he miss? Two months. Not for two months. You know, December and January and into February. It was out for two months, and he's 12 years younger than Chris Paul. Suns now have until Friday to rest up, and boy, do they need it before Game 3. At home against the Nuggets, down 0-2 in this series. They say a series doesn't actually start in the NBA until the home team loses, which means the Phoenix Suns have to win Game 3 and Game 4. It is non-negotiable at this point. NBA playoff update. Boy, last night, James Harden went back wow. into the DeLorean to his MVP wow. days, got into the time machine, powered the 76ers to a Game 1 win over the Celtics without Joel Embiid, tied a career playoff high. 45 points for Harden last night. Tyrese Maxey added 26. Jason Tatum at 39 in a losing cause for Boston. How do they lose Game 1 when Joel Embiid on their home floor with no Joel Embiid? How does that happen? I, I, listen, you could question the Celtics' toughness here. I mean, they should have they should have waxed Atlanta, and they lost at home to Atlanta. Yeah. Had to go play a game six that they should have never had to play. And then you're home with no Embiid, and you lose to, to the 76ers. It was terrible. I mean, Philly shot 38 three-pointers, and they hit on about 45% of them. But the big one was Harden. He got the switch that he wanted on Al Horford, and he hit the, he hit the three over Horford, and that was the game. Yeah, he was terrific in the game last night. That interception pick six by Tyrese Maxey was really fun to watch, too. By the way, word just came down moments ago. Joel Embiid is the NBA's 2022-23 NBA MVP. He was just officially announced he as this season's it. award winner. He deserves it. Ahead of Jokic and Giannis. Yeah, I think that's that was a good call. Jokic, Jokic was well on his way to the third MVP, but then they kind of struggled down the stretch a little bit, and you know, and, and Embiid just played so well. I, I, I think Embiid's very well deserving. All right, tonight is game 
two of the Miami Heat versus the New York Knicks. Ooh, the Heat big news in this one. Yeah, there's there. Jimmy Butler is out. He's not going to play with the ankle injury. Jalen, his right ankle. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle are both available to play for the Knicks in yeah. tonight's game. Yeah, Butler collided with Josh Hart on a drive to the basket in the fourth quarter. Stayed in the game after he injured the ankle, but he's not suiting up tonight. So that's a, it's a big blow to the Miami Heat. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, with Jimmy Butler being out, of course, the Miami Heat have already they're playing with house money tonight. Yeah, they they've are. Already, they've already got the one win on the road to take home court advantage. If they can win tonight against the Knicks without Jimmy Butler, and obviously you can see the thinking from Eric Spolster's standpoint. Hey, we already got the one we needed in New York. Let's rest up, Jimmy Butler. Get that ankle right because we're going to need him when we get home. We'll see. Also tonight, and I am looking forward to this game one between the Lakers mm-hmm. and Warriors. Yet another chapter in the LeBron versus Steph rivalry that has basically defined the NBA for the last 20 years. Those are the two best players of the NBA for yeah. the last two decades of this league. They keep meeting in the postseason and they're doing it again tonight. Well, there are only four players in NBA history with at least four championships, two NBA MVPs, and a scoring title. LeBron and Steph are two of those guys. Yeah. The others are Michael Jordan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, goat versus goat. I mean, this is going to be this should be a hell of a matchup. I like Golden State though. I like, I like Golden the State Warriors. too. Yeah, I, I I think Golden State wins this series. But and right now, good luck even picking who you think the NBA champion would be. I think most people might say it would be the Golden State Warriors. If you said pick a team right now, who do you think wins the championship? It might be Golden State. We were having this conversation in the newsroom earlier. I think that's who I would pick. But I'm not exactly. I feels more wide open now than any it has thought, in a long time. Any thought that you would take Denver? Yeah, they might be the second team I would take. Potentially. Yeah. Boy, it looks so good against the Suns so far. It might be number two. Other NBA news. The Grizzlies made it very, very public. They will not, quote, under any circumstances, close quote, this offseason, be bringing back free agent Dylan Brooks. He is not right. coming back to the Memphis just, Grizzlies. And I, just remember this. The Suns once traded for him. At least they thought they had traded for him. Um, but the Grizzlies thought it was Marshawn Brooks. And James Jones thought it was Dylan Brooks. And this trade was done, and it was over, and uh, I was reporting it was Dylan Brooks, and I think Woj was reporting it was Marshawn Brooks, and I called back the Suns. I checked four times. No, we just traded for Dylan Brooks. It was like, no, you didn't. And and then Woj was like, they traded for Marshawn Brooks, and the Suns were like, no, you didn't. So they had to kind of rescind the whole trade, and then the next day the Suns made a separate trade to get Kelly Oubre. Do you think Dylan Brooks is done in the NBA? No, but I, I think... It's going to take a a really the right coach to make him understand that you can't make it about you. Maybe you've got to make you got to make it about the team, not about you. Yesterday, it came down right about now that the Cardinals will not be picking up linebacker Isaiah Simmons' fifth year option. Our own Cardinals reporter Tyler Drake confirmed that news yesterday at ArizonaSports.com. Today, head coach Jonathan Gannon joined Wolf and Luke and spoke on that decision. I don't think it changes really anything that what he's trying to do and what we're trying to do so you know we're in lockstep of how we need to go about our business on a daily basis to help you know our team win and and to help him out too gannon also gave details on the tampering charges that cost the cardinals a third round pick swap with the philadelphia eagles charges that the cardinals self-reported before the draft that caused the pick swap here's what gannon had to say with wolf and luke you know right after the nfc championship game monty had reached out congratulated us and he's been a couple Super Bowls, so gave me a little heads up of what that looks like, and you know, basically just said, hey, look, we're going through a coaching search right now. Uh, didn't know the timing that everything was going to 
take place and basically asked if I was interested. He went on to apologize, said it was a miscommunication, said it was a mistake, shouldn't have happened, etc., etc. The full conversation is on the Arizona Sports app. Any reaction to that? I know Gannon, I mean, I know Gannon denied reports in Philly that he had a Zoom interview with the Cardinals. Yes. Said Monty called to offer congratulations on the win and asked if he'd be interested in, in the job depending on timing. He said he was. So that's a, you know, so I mean, I guess Gannon was trying to cover too, trying to trying to save face a little bit there because it was it was an interview and the Cardinals self-reported it. But Gannon was telling people in Philly that that wasn't the case. Yep. Uh, also, Gannon speaking speaking, I should say, with the media today at Cardinals headquarters, he was asked about the relationship between Kyler Murray and Kelvin Beecham. There have been some questions about that ever Ooh, since Beecham's appearance yeah. on our show about a month, month and a half ago. Here's what Gannon said. Beecham and Murray have cleared the air over some of the things. Absolutely. 100% they have. Yeah. Okay. They've cleared the air. Beecham resigned. Yes. I assume that the Cardinals... You don't care. You know, we're, we're, didn't have a problem with what Beecham had to say if they were going to resign him, for goodness sakes. But that went down today. All right. Diamondbacks baseball. Zach Gallen is back on the mound as the Ooh. Diamondbacks start a two-game set against the Rangers on the road. What are we looking at? 22 and a third scoreless innings yep, for right. Zach Gallen right now? I think it's 22. I think it's 22 and a third. Um, or is it 22? It might be just... I think it's a straight number. Oh, it is 28. It's I'm a sorry straight number. The last one, it's 28. It was The third it, one came in with... A, it was yeah, 28 innings. My apologies. Yeah, 28. 28 yes, innings. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the third... It's, it's straight, yeah. 28 scoreless innings. He's already fourth in the Diamondbacks record books. Of course, he's yeah, first he's in first the Diamondbacks record 24 to third. But this current That's the third. is fourth as well. Texas will start fellow righty John Gray. It's a 5.05 first pitch. You'll hear it on the Arizona Sports app and ESPN 620. Corbin Carroll after that knee contusion. Not in the lineup tonight for Tori Lovello. But according to the reports, it's not that serious. No, that's why they're not, they're not putting him on the IL, obviously. So they probably just want to give, make it a few days, give a few days off and let it heal on its own. AZ Central's Nick Pecoro was the first to report Arizona is planning on calling up right-handed pitcher yeah. Brandon Fott to make his major league debut tomorrow against the Rangers. This is big. 24 years old. He's the organization's top pitching prospect. He owns a 3-9-1 ERA with AAA Reno. He has skyrocketed through the Diamondback system. Career ERA of three and a half, 408 strikeouts and 324 innings. He's walked just 67 batters in his minor league career. We're all very excited about yeah, this. I think you could look at all the pitchers they have, and I think he's the young guy that has the most potential. I do. I think he's the guy that has the chance to be, you know, a top front line, you know, one two type pitcher. So looking forward to his debut tomorrow. No doubt about it. Score the hottest ticket in town. Suns playoff tickets. Text the word ticket to 62620. Get yourself registered. Listen for your name starting tomorrow in the 7 a.m., 12 p.m., and 5 p.m. hours for your chance to qualify for tickets to see the Suns take on the Nuggets. Again, text the word ticket to 62620. You know that old saying, be careful what you wish for, you may get it. I wished for the Phoenix Suns to take more three-pointers. I got my wish. That's next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Arizona Sports. Breaking news. We had a feeling that it was going to come down sometime today while we're on the air. Somebody, you, Woj, Sham Sharania, Mark Stein, somebody was going to have it. Sham Sharania. 
According to his Twitter account, Phoenix Suns guard Chris Paul is expected to be reevaluated in one week. Oh, my goodness. After an MRI That's on his serious. groin injury today, the mm-hmm. Suns are preparing to be without Paul through games three, four, and five, according to sources. So it's at least one game in Denver. Yes. Two games here. Can you win three and four at home without him? That's because you're you're without him. You're not going to have him. You're going to have to win game three and four without him at home. Can you? Will you? Are you capable of it? It's got to start with your two. It's got to start with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. They have to be elite. They have to be special. They have to be. They have to be incredible. I'm going to say no. I mean, the Suns are already. You're asking two. You're not asking one. Can the Suns win two here? Can the Suns win two games at home yeah. without Chris Paul? I'm going to say no because they don't have any depth as it is. And now you're taking one of your top four players out of the rotation. It's a lot to ask. I mean, Booker and Durant are going to have to go crazy. Yes. But the problem is the Nuggets know that, so they blitz those guys. They trap those guys. They, they've got defenders that could guard those guys. They'll leave the Josh Okojis of the world wide open to not take a shot. Like, you know, we're going to have to see something we haven't seen in the first seven games of this playoffs. And that is? The bench is going to have to erupt. Oh, so I thought you were going to say Kevin Durant has to be elite. Because we really haven't seen that yet either this postseason. No, no. We I really mean, haven't. No, he's going to have, like, he has to, so many things have to go right. Chris Paul, look, chances are he's out for this series. Yes. Reevaluate him in a week, so no three, four, no games three, no game four, no game five. Yeah, game five is what Tuesday, right? Three is Friday, four is Sunday. Game five is Tuesday in Denver. Okay, you look it up for me. I, th- I think so it's he, Tuesday. So Paul played thirty-two minutes in game in game one, twenty-five minutes in game two. He got hurt. I mean, this is against the Clippers: 37, 38, 41, 38, 39. Against the Clippers, he averaged thirty-eight minutes a game. Now, they waved the white flag in game one because they were getting blown out. He would have played 35 minutes. This is a guy that, you, that Monty was counting on for 35 minutes. Yep. 35 minutes. He doesn't turn the ball over very much. He's you know very good with the assist-to-turnover ratio. Smart basketball player. Smart player. Not the same defender that he used to be. Look, let's... Let's call it like it is. We, we may we may feel like Chris Paul has slipped a whole lot, and he's not the same player. Mm-hmm. Who's better, Chris Paul or Cameron Payne? <laughs> Chris Paul. Like, no, it's, it's funny. You know what's funny? I had exactly the same thought watching the game last night. Like here, we've been we've had so many critical conversations about Chris Paul, right? Like his inconsistency. Can he do it when he? You know, the days after he has bad games, we're in here. I'm like, oh, Chris Paul was invisible. He couldn't shoot. Was he? But. This prospect now of not having him, yeah. For all the bad things that we've said about Chris over the course of the last couple who of weeks, replaces him? No, nobody, nobody. It, and the problem is, book's got to be the point. But Monty doesn't really want that because he, Monty's it, not going to have a choice. It, it gets, he gets it's, it's worn gonna, out. It's going to have to be point. But you're you're going to look. You're going to have to if you're Monty. You're going to have to go to book and KD and you have to put your arms around him and say, guys, I really wanted to have a game where I didn't have to play you 45 minutes. Today is not that day. And Sunday's not going to be that day. You're going to have to play. You're going to have to play a ton. Book, you're going to have to initiate the offense. Kevin, you're going to have to initiate the offense. You guys have to be special. That's our only shot. That and for the love of all that's good, will somebody off that bench please step up and help out? 
right? Like somebody play better because you're a role player because yeah. role players better at home. That that's 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 your path. That's your path to evening up the series. Devin Booker has to be elite. Kevin Durant has to be elite. Somebody on your bench has to step up. Some role player has to play great. That's it. That's your path. And if you can't do Can that in two pl- games, you're done. I think you got to play Terrence Ross now. And I think you got to play him a lot and you got to let him shoot the ball 10 times and hope that he makes five out of his seven three pointers. Yeah. I think that's what, you know, you're asking me what do I look at. I, I think Terrence Ross is a veteran. He's been in this league for a long time. He's actually been a good player. He's older. I know he's rusty and he hasn't played a whole lot, but you might have to you might have to get into some shootouts here. I know that was a low scoring defensive game, but you may want to try to get into a shootout. Look, if we're just being honest about it here, the Suns split these games at home. Denver's gonna wrap this thing up in game five. Chris Paul <laughs> Is there a chance? Chris Paul's played his last game as a member of the oh, Phoenix Suns. Oh, wow. You went there. Yeah, okay, I, I don't blame you. I went there. Yes. Is there a chance? I mean, there is, right? Yeah. There's a chance. Look, There's a chance honest. that we have just seen Chris Paul's last game as a member okay. of the Phoenix Suns. Whoa. Oh, odds that Denver wins one of the two games here in Phoenix. They're better than 50-50, okay, I think. I, what would be the odds that Denver, with no Chris Paul, that Denver wins at home in game, in game five? It's pretty good. This thing might yeah. be over in five. Yeah. And then it's decision time for the Suns with Chris. I don't Ball. bring Chris back. It's it's first big of all, and this time. is this has to factor in. You can't count on the guy in the playoffs. His body just breaks down. He's not built like other. His body breaks down. I save the fifteen million bucks. I pay him fifteen million dollars to walk, or I try to do a trade with somebody. But no, I got him. I, I listen, and I thank you. Thank him for everything he did for this organization for coming here when nobody else would. And and you do you appreciate him and you respect him, but I, I can't make a decision based on Chris Paul three years ago. I got to make a decision based on what I think Chris Paul is going to do next year at thirty eight, thirty nine years old, and I I don't bring him back. All right, uh, we will continue to react to the news. But if you're just tuning in, Chris Paul, according to Sham Sharania, Chris Paul is going to be reevaluated in one week after an MRI on his groin injury today. The Suns are, and I quote, preparing to be without Paul through games three, four, and. Five. Five, according to sources, close quote. That's the news when it comes to the Suns. In the meantime, we've got some Diamondbacks baseball to get you ready for. Arizona Sports, the home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. We're checking in on the Diamondbacks as they warm up for the game's first pitch. D-backs on deck, brought to you by Sonic Drive-In. Drive into your nearest Sonic location for the Super Sonic Double Stack Cheeseburger. For a limited time only at Sonic. And by 72 Sold. 72 Sold. Get a higher price for your home. The Arizona Diamondbacks, their road trip continues. They're in Texas today, taking on the Rangers. A brief two-game set, and then they'll be on their way back home. Tonight's game, we are very much looking forward to it, because as of right now, the owner of the longest scoreless inning streak in the history of Diamondbacks baseball, mm. and the fourth longest scoreless inning streak in the history of Diamondbacks baseball, Zach Gallen looks to add to that number four streak tonight. 28 consecutive scoreless innings. How far can he go as he gets the start tonight. Yeah, his location has been impeccable. I mean, his ability to put the ball where he wants to pitch it, a throw it is great. He doesn't throw 98 miles an hour. You know, he's got a good fastball, low and lower 90s, but his ability to move it around and his off-speed stuff has just been almost unhittable. He's just nasty. And again, when you've got that pinpoint location like he does, up, down, in the zone, outside, inside, guys having a real tough time, you know, catching up to the ball. He's done a great job. Uh, through this 28 inning consecutive scoreless inning streak that he's got going on, 41 straight 
strikeouts, one walk. Yeah, that that's that's <laughs> right. I mean, it, like it, the, the location, ability to locate the ball is 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 unparalleled in the in Major League Baseball right now. Yeah. That's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. So he'll put that streak on the line tonight. He overall he's four and one with a two one five ERA. John Gray gets the start for Texas. The righty is one and one with a three point nine one ERA for the Texas Rangers, who are off to a good start under Bruce Bochy. They're seventeen and eleven so far this season. We'll get to the standings in a little bit, but they're in first in the American League West right now with the yeah, start that they're off to. They, they're doing great. They got John Gray on the mound today. Dimebacks very familiar with John Gray. Pitched in Colorado for a number of years. Eighteen starts against the uh, the Diamondbacks. Five and seven has an ERA of five point six zero against the D backs. But very the D backs very familiar with him. At least Arizona fans are because of his time in Colorado. Now he's with Texas and he's one and one with an ERA of three point nine one. Today's injury report is brought to you by the Arizona Department of Health Services. The first step to help is three numbers away. Call, text, or chat 988 to access the suicide and crisis lifeline. Two notes on this one. Note number one, uh, Corbin Carroll is not in the lineup today for the Diamondbacks. Suffered a knee contusion over the weekend against Colorado. Everything we're hearing is that it's not serious. I can only imagine today he's riding the pine just out of precaution. I don't know if he'll be back in tomorrow's lineup, but we're not expecting that the Corbin Carroll injury to his knee is too serious. No, no injury, no you know, no injured list. So I think they, you know, they want to play, they'd rather, listen, you don't want to put the guy in the injured list and lose him for a certain amount of time when he could be back in three days. And then tomorrow, Brandon Fott, the number oh, one pitching go. prospect in the Diamondbacks organization, makes his major league debut. He's been called up. He is now in the rotation, and he will start tomorrow's yeah. day game against the Rangers. Oh, that'll be exciting. I mean, he is he is one of the top pitching prospects in, in baseball and definitely, to me, the top pitching prospect for the D-backs. Yeah, looking forward to watching that one. Your MLB standings, they're presented by Desert Wholesale Diamond. Honored to be a part of your big life moments for over 32 years. Diamondbacks not in first anymore. 16 and 13. The Dodgers have passed them after their four-game win streak. L.A. leads the division with a 17 and 13 record. The Diamondbacks are just a half game back. Mention the Rangers, 17 and 11 on the season. They have a game and a half lead for first in the American League West over the Houston Astros. The Angels are two and a half games back. Let's get you a key to tonight's game. Listen, man, I need you to be the key master. I am the key master. Arizona Sports, the home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. D-backs, keys to the game. Driven by trucks only, the Valley's number one independent dealer and home of the lifetime engine warranty. All right, I, I just texted him, and I told him to take it easy on the Diamondbacks. Uh, Josh Jung has been on fire for the Texas Rangers. He has a he has six home runs, five doubles, and 21 RBIs over the first month of the season. A phenomenal young player for the Texas Rangers. He's been over our house many times playing catch with me and Q. Terrific young player. They're building that team around him. Josh Young had a grand slam against the Yankees the other day. So you got to find a way. He's got a tremendous amount of power. You got to try to find a way to keep guys off base uh, and not not let him get up with runners in scoring position. You'll hear the game on ESPN 620. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, even before we knew the news about Chris Paul, which we just got, many experts not showing a lot of faith that Phoenix can come back from down two games to none. That's next on Arizona Sports. Arizona Sports. The home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns Nuggets now. 
right, back here on the Burns and Gambo Show. You just heard the update there, the Sports Center update from Eric Ruby. We had the breaking news sounder about 15 minutes ago, just tuning in. Chris Paul, and I think anybody who was watching the game, just given all the particulars with the situation, expected something like this. Sham Sharania reporting about 15 minutes ago that the MRI showed a strained groin for Chris Paul. He's going to be reevaluated in a week, and the Suns are not counting on him for games three, four, or five in this series. Uh, obviously, games three and four at home. They're going to have to try to find a way to win at home these two games without him and see if they can reset this series a little bit and get it back to Denver tied 2-2. It's going to take a lot of different things for that to happen, though. Yeah, yeah listen, I mean, the Nuggets smell blood right now. I mean, the Suns are, are shorthanded with no Chris Paul. They're shorthanded with just no depth and nobody's playing well outside of Booker and KD. And, you know, the other thing, I, I was just thinking about this during the break, I think the player this hurts the most is Aiton because, like, the way that Aiton gets his points is Paul. Right, that little pick and pick roll and game. and the little pick and pop so, and all that stuff. Yeah. So now, how effective can DeAndre Ayton be offensively? Not defensively, not rebounding, but just offensively where he's been very efficient, right? Chris Paul gets him real easy looks. You know, seven for ten from the field. It'll be Chris with four or five of those assists because he finds them. You know, they work well together. No Chris Paul, to me, I think that does hurt DeAndre Ayton's offensive game. Yeah, now this was before the news came down about Chris. This was Steve. Stephen A. Smith this morning on ESPN, again, before he knew that Chris Paul was out, he said what I think a lot of people are thinking, like, the Suns have to win four of the next five? I just don't see it. I look at him. I look at Murray. I look at Bruce Brown. I look at Contavious Caldwell-Pope. I look at Aaron Gordon. They just, they're big. They're athletic. They can shoot. They can push the ball up the court. They can play half court. You know, they're passing between the connection between Murray and Jokic. Obviously, is sublime. I just can't can't see Phoenix winning four of the next five games. I don't see it, and that's why I say I'm not saying this is not going to be a series. I'm saying it's finished from the standpoint that the outcome to me has been determined. The Denver Nuggets, in all likelihood, are going to the Western Conference Finals because I can't see Phoenix beating them in four for the next five games. I, I I agree with that now with the Chris Paul news. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, the Suns can ill afford to lose a player who, and it's not like Chris was playing great. I mean, couldn't have him handling the point guard duties on a regular basis anymore. He just, you know, he didn't initiate the offense. He played slow. He, but he was still he's still better than every other guy that's on that bench. Josh Okoji's, Okoji's not a better player, and Campaign's not a better player. And you know, Chris still had the ability every once in a while to step up and give you a good game. And I think losing him, they just could ill afford to lose anybody. I mean, yeah. it just it was so shorthanded as it is, they could ill afford to lose him. I think that this really puts it in, in Denver's favor. The Suns' ability to come back is going to be very very slim now. I, I thought this earlier in the thought about Chris just keeps bouncing around in my head that that for all the bad mouthing of Chris that we've done and I, I just don't know how else to phrase that like we come in here after a bad Chris Paul playoff game and we're just talking about his age and his effectiveness and, and his inconsistency and can he be that guy every single game and for every negative thing that we've said about Chris Paul over the last couple of weeks during this playoff run when now you're faced with the prospect of not having him it's like 
Oh crap! No, wait. I, yeah. Everything I said, take. I'll, I'll take him. I'll take the one for eight from three. Right? Like I'll, I'll take. I'll take the games I, where I he's struggling that. a little. Well, no, but you know what I mean, yeah. right? Like I'll. Yeah. I will take the bad with Chris because um, it also means I'm getting the good with Chris. Okay. The, the, the alternative is no Chris, and when you start looking at no Chris, then you just start thinking, okay, how's this going to work exactly? So right. Let, let's just take the Clipper series. 16 points and 8 assists in one game with one turnover. Mm -hmm. Okay? 19 points, 9 assists, no turnovers Mm -hmm. in another game. 15 points, 7 assists, 1 turnover. Chris Paul averaged 13.6 points, 8.2 assists, and 1 turnover per game. You lose a ball handler. Oh yeah! Like oh, you use oh. a guy that's comfortable and confident with the ball and his his IQ and his ability to make plays. Now he hasn't been great, but like like he's been he's been he's been good. He's been okay. Like you know there was there time like he had the one for eight shooting from three against the Clippers in one game, but he was three for six in another and three for six in another. So the last two games, Chris Paul was six for twelve from three point range against the Clippers. The last two games. Now against Denver, he was one for five to start. He's not a consistent player, but I just don't know where do you replace that production from when you're already struggling to find production. Where do you replace that? I, I think the thing where you're going to miss Chris the most, honestly, is and you mentioned the Aiton thing, and I agree with that. Uh, for me, it's just fourth quarters in general, like a guy who can finish in the fourth quarter, a guy who's comfortable finishing in the fourth quarter. Now Chris has been really inconsistent with that this year, and he's been really inconsistent with that this postseason. But in those moments, in particular against the Clippers where Chris Paul had his best games in that series, it was because he had his best games in the fourth quarter. It's because he was the guy that you could give the ball to and feel confident that he was going to take it home or that he was going to be part of the equation to take it home. Now, without that, and look, Chris, yesterday, when he suffered the injury in the first place, Suns had an eight-point lead. And they were, in no means were they in control of the game, but they were on their way to being in control of the game, right? They were on their way to going into the fourth quarter with a ten-point lead and a chance to really steal something. He leaves that game and it all fell apart. And that didn't all fall apart just because of him. All right, it fell apart because Booker was tired and yeah. Durant was tired. And we're going to get into Booker's minutes here in the next segment because I know that's a big topic of conversation and it's going to have to be now. But I'm going to miss Chris in the fourth because in the fourth quarter, when you need that experienced closer yeah. to take it home, like I say, he hasn't been super consistent about it this year. But when he's been on it, it's been really, really good for the Suns. Yeah, listen, you don't you don't want to print the obituary right now for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, but in the newspaper business, when people started getting old, your editor would say, "Hey, can you write an obituary for this guy?" Uh, you know, you know, he's not going to be around much longer. You want to have it ready to go. So I think that the that that obituary could start to be written right here. You don't print it yet. The Suns still going to you know try to win these games without. Him, but man, this is a this is a blow because I've always believed that they need they need Chris Paul to play and play at a really high level to win a championship. Yeah, and they're not going to get that for at least games three, games four, and game five with the injury. Now, when Stephen A. said what he said this morning, again, it was before that we knew about Chris Paul. But didn't we? Didn't we all kind of, when we saw Chris Paul limp off that court? Didn't we all kind of suspect this was going to be the outcome? I, I don't think there's anybody 
that's a Suns fan that thought he could that he could get through the entire series unscathed. I think people still feel the way about Durant. Can Durant play all these playoffs? But you know what? We may not be talking about playing three playoff series or four playoff series. I end down two nothing, and Chris Ball's on you. Know, so it might be might be two series and done, which would be one of the most disappointing finishes. Oh yeah, for any Phoenix oh. professional Arizona professional oh, sports team ever, yeah. ever. Oh yeah, we're right. odds on favor to win this whole thing. Yep. I got yep. Kevin Durant, but it's like, hey, Kevin Durant. Who was the guy from the Clippers? I got Kevin Durant. Was it Terrence Mann? Yeah. Remember that? They got Kevin Durant. <laughs> what were we supposed to do? They got Kevin Durant. <laughs> that was Terrence Mann, yeah. That was they got Mann. KD. Score the hottest ticket in town. Suns playoff tickets. Text the word ticket to 620-620. Register. Listen for your name starting tomorrow in the 7 a.m., 12 noon, and 5 p.m. hour for your chance to qualify for tickets to see the Suns and the Nuggets on Friday. Again, text the word ticket to 620 620. He had a lot of minutes again last night, and he's probably going to have more responsibility put on his shoulders on Friday night. How concerned are we with the high amount of minutes? We'll talk about it next here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns Nuggets now. All right, let's get an update on our Twitter poll question of the day. we got Eric Ruby standing by on the other side of the glass. Take it away, Rubes. Burns and Gambo need to know Twitter poll update presented by Sanderson Ford. Well, this is why we do the update, because things change. And last time we rolled this poll question out, we had no idea about Chris Paul's availability. But Sham Sharania reporting that the Suns are expecting Paul to miss games three through five. Whoa. So let's look back <laughs> to last night. Sorry, just that groan. <laughs> that groan right there. Yes. What that that noise Gambo just made to my yes. right. Wow. Oh. We do a moment of silence real quick. Yeah, no. We'll get more into the Chris yet. Paul stuff at the top. But, but yeah, our question, did it age well? I mean, I'm curious. What, what do you got for the question? Did it age well with this news? Well, was, what was the most frustrating part about last night's Suns loss? One of the options was Chris Paul getting hurt. Another one was the three-point shooting being downright terrible. The third option was the bench being a non-factor, emphasis on non, and then the players looking fatigued. That's your last option. Chris Paul was the answer for me. Yeah, me too. I mean, just because I think in terms of their ability to win this series, no Chris Paul makes it really, really tough. I think they can overcome all that other stuff, you know, potentially. But the chance of them overcoming not having Chris Paul for at least the next three games is going to make winning this series really, really, really difficult. So that, to me, was the most frustrating thing from last night. Yeah, okay, pick the second because take Chris Paul out now. What's the second? Um Honestly, it was the three-point shooting. Yeah. You that, wanted it. I wanted it. You asked for it. I did. They uh, gave it to you. I, I, I did. They gave you more. You wanted more three-pointers taken. They took more three-pointers. Yep. They actually yeah. made less, though. The, they, the, the blessings they made less. Percentage, mm-hmm. Yes. I was frustrated by their inability to shoot the three because a lot of those were actually really, really good looks, wide-open looks, and they just they couldn't they couldn't get them to fall to save their life. That I found that to be very frustrating last night. This might be different if we rolled this question out after the news, but leading the way at 45.5%. It's the bench. People are really frustrated with that bench production or lack of it. In second place at 25%, gaining a little bit in the last two hours, is Chris Paul getting hurt? At 23.4%, it's the three-point shooting. 6% say players looking fatigued. My mind is just racing ahead towards... What are they going to do to fix the bench? Should they bring Chris Paul back? All questions that have to be discussed when the season's over. Yeah. 
Well, but it's over. But right? like that's the thoughts in my head right now. I know. It's I know. Crazy. And we're gonna and we're gonna get into that at the top of the hour uh, because that is kind of the big big picture question about Chris that I think we need to address in the short term. What we need to address now is something that Monty Williams was asked about after yesterday's game, and he was asked specifically about Devin Booker and whether this means we're going to start seeing a little more point book because of the Chris Paul injury and whether he can carry the load load at point guard. Here's what Monty Williams said last night. I think it's a lot. You know, uh, he was probably more tired than he would admit. Um, But with Chris off the floor, it puts a lot of pressure on him. So I got to figure that out. In the short term, is it going to be point book? Is that the answer? I mean, what choice do you have? Did you watch campaign yesterday? I did. I mean, he, I like, did. I watched him go over for everything. If why well, he, he hit a shot, I shouldn't say that he didn't go over for everything. We go back two like years did. in a row. They failed to address the backup point guard. <laughs> we thought, oh, you don't need it now. You got oh, like yeah. no two years in a row. Two I, years in a row. Well, I know, but you know me. You're 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 pouring salt you into my open wounds. This year, you weren't as much because of the Durant thing. I think I believe you are correct. But in previous years, I was all about getting a backup point guard because you just, I just didn't feel like you could trust the campaign. And and even though I was advocating for campaign to get more playing time before game two, uh, it's it's going to be pretty obvious that that. But again, we're 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 thinking in the future. Let's think in the now. Okay, it's so hard. And, and I know, but in the now, yeah. Devin Booker is basically playing 44, 45 minutes per game. It seems ridiculous at this point to feel like you have to ask even more of Devin Booker. What choice do you have right now? But you to can't. ask more of Devin Booker, you're in a two nothing hole. You lose either game at. Phoenix, you're done. You're done. You're toast. You're not winning this series. Look, most people will say that I... Most people thought after last night, regardless of the Chris Paul news, that they were going to lose the series because it's hard to come back from 2 nothing. Not possible. We've seen it happen more recently than... But the odds are still not very good that you can come back from a 2 nothing hole. Now you take Chris Paul out. You know, Denver, I mean... You know, Denver probably comes into this still with the thing. We got to get one here. We got to get one here. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. they maybe they smell blood. You know, you know maybe blood in the water and they sharks and they they're circling and they, you know, the sun like this is this is a downer for the Phoenix Suns. Like sure. you, you just found out that you Devin Book. You just found out Chris is out. He's not playing an extra. What? KD he's out. I mean, once you find that out as a player, you've got to find a way to psych yourself back up. You will, but it's just really hard. It's Devin Booker after the game last night again before we knew how long. Chris Chris was going to be out. Yeah, um, I mean, it's an unfortunate event, obviously. Um, I mean, I don't know what it is yet. You know, I haven't really got to talk to him, but, you know, all we can do is hope he, you know, has a speedy recovery. Um, we're going to be behind him. We're going to hold it down while he's out um, or if he's out. And we'll just take it from there. It's going to all be about Book and Kevin Durant, too, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But but it's, it's, it's going to be... For the, for the Suns to manage this time without Chris, I don't care whether Monty wants to play Devin Booker as point book or not. It's going to have to happen. It's going to happen organically. It's going to happen naturally, whether whether you're planning for it or not. I, I mean, if you're, if you're Monty, if you're Devin, if you're Kevin, you, you now are stealing your mind and your body for the idea that, you know what, I'm going to have to play 45 minutes again. On Friday, and I'm gonna have to play 45 minutes again on Sunday, and I don't have a choice. I don't have an option. They're gonna be high leverage minutes. I'm gonna be the point guard. I'm gonna be the. And you know what? This isn't just Devin. This is this is Kevin Durant too. Yeah, Kevin Durant as a de facto point guard, as a de facto offensive initiator. This is gonna be him too. 
It's going to be on the both of them to find ways to replace Chris Paul as the initiator of the offense when they're on the floor. We talk about point book all the time. This is also on Kevin Durant to to run the offense, manage the offense, and initiate yeah. the offense without Chris Paul. It's going to be on both of them. I believe they get to... Uh they 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 can't play a two way guy, but they could add somebody on the roster that's um, you know that's not dressing. So who would that like a Saban Lee? I think I'd have to look, but I, they probably do, yes. They do get to add someone who isn't dressing onto their roster with the Chris injury. But again, if he's a rostered of- guy, can't be a. Can't play a two way, but you could a rostered guy can now be it. But that guy's not going to help. Like no, there's nothing you can help be there. Rusty as 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 heck. But, that, but that's a lot of the guy. Like everybody, everybody wants to kill. play T.J. Warren. Okay. He hasn't played. I know, but but what? I mean, what choice do you have? You, 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 what choice do you have? You you got it. You got to play it. You have a card. You got to play it. You got something on the bench that you haven't tried yet. You got to try it. I mean, it's it's the series I keep going back to when we talk about this ability to come back from two nothing. I keep thinking about last year's Dallas series. I don't know why my head okay. keeps going there, and the only reason why is that after the first two games of that series, it looked like it was done. Right? Like we we how many times did we say, "Oh, this series is done. Bye. Thanks. See ya." Suns got up 2-0 against Dallas Mavericks, and they so thoroughly outclassed them and outplayed them, didn't feel like they had a chance. That, to me, is the series that you look to and go, okay, if the Mavericks were able to come back and win that game in seven, can the Suns? Which is why I keep going back to Devin and Kevin having to be Luka-level elite. Right? That's what you got to do. They both have to do it every single night. You have to be Luka-level elite. Dallas had not only Luka, they had Brunson. They had Dinwiddie. They had Dorian Finney-Smith. Oh, they need help, too. But, I, like, they had a roster. They had a roster of guys that were good. Like, they were able to... Maxi Clint... They were actually able to defend the Suns. Agreed. But it started with Luka being yes. next-level, yeah. out-of-this-world, unstoppable force of nature. It's got to start there with the Suns. And then you build off of that tree, and you start adding things like, maybe we give Ross a few more minutes and see what he can do, see if he can get hot. Maybe I saw our friend Espo suggested on Twitter a second ago, hey, look... Don't play Biombo for defense. Play Landale for offense. Don't play guys for defense. Play Ross for offense. Go out there and just try to outscore the hell out of the Denver Nuggets. Just score. Don't worry about defense. Just go out, score, score, score. Maybe that's the answer. I don't know. But if the Mavs, for as downbeaten as they were the first two games of that series, if they can come back and win it, the Suns, I think, still have a small, small chance in this series, but it has to start with their two best players playing elite every night. And then they've got it multiple defenders and a lot of size to throw at those two guys and make other guys beat them, because that's what it's going to have to be. Other guys are going to have to step up for the Suns, because they are going to defend Booker and, and KD. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just looking for the path to give it away to happen. That's all I'm doing. I'm not saying it's going to. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, the Chris Paul injury now hangs over everybody's head when it comes to this series. We can't help but thinking of the big picture here and what this means for the Suns and their offseason when they get there. I know we're going to go there next on the Burns and Gambo show.